I'm so tired. <laughs> Why? I'm so tired. Why, baby Skyler? Why? All I do is I I go to work, I eat food, I read my books, and that's it. I know. And I'm so tired. I know. But my books have been changing my life. I've been obsessed with reading. Yeah. Like it's all I do. Yeah. Like it's I just want to read my books. That's awesome. But I'm so tired. Yeah. I'm so tired. What about you? Are but you so tired? We're going on a cruise in December. I'm so and excited. And that will be like, I know you're working really hard for that and yeah. we're going to be able to just <laughs> chill. Like it's going to be so nice. We're going to... I always think that I am... Poor? No, like... so you know, So everyone, like my sun sign is Virgo. Uh-huh. And, and one of the big Virgo traits about me is that I'm always convinced that I have an illness <laughs> that is slowly <laughs> killing me and I'm too embarrassed to tell anyone about it and yeah. I'm too embarrassed to go to the doctor and so I'm just letting it kill me Yeah, I slowly. love that for you. But whenever I go on vacation and I wake up, I'm full of energy. I mm-hmm. feel amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not ill. Like, no, I'm <laughs> I'm just mentally thriving. unwell. <laughs> Just a fucking damaged Virgo <laughs> with the power of Google. Um, so have you ever seen, like, Google? Do, Google's not for you. Mm-mm. It's not for you. And you no. know what? Have you ever seen the TikTok of that girl? She's like a blonde girl. She gets up and she just goes, here's a list of five more things that I feel like <laughs> men should not have. They, It's not for you. Mm-hmm. These things are not for you. And it's like air. <laughs> Yeah, I have you seen those. You know what I mean? Like yeah, air. You obviously. Know? Google, not for men. It's not <laughs> yeah. for you. Um, you know, chocolate, not that's for, for us. Mm-hmm. That's for us. Men, you don't deserve that. <laughs> like, and every time I watch it, I'm like, that's fair. Yeah, I know. That's fair. <laughs> it's like dreams. Ew, those Ew, are for those. us. You know, like, <laughs> don't have those. Don't have those. <laughs> I have seen that TikTok in She has so, so many different versions of it, too. Yeah, she's so funny. Um, so what's been up with you lately, if you want to tell... I mean, obviously, you said you're tired. All you do is work and read, but you want to tell so us about work, some of your books? work has been or? really interesting. Uh, my regular day job is whatever. It's always the same. Mm-hmm. Just manual labor. Yeah. And, oh my god, I've been so farty today. Like, it has been unreal. Like, I'm holding them right now as we speak. Do you want me to pause the podcast so you can let it out? No, don't do it. Be- <laughs> Because we'll, we'll have to move rooms. It, <gasps> Ew. Yeah, it took me like five minutes to air this out What'd before you, you got in here. Broccoli. <laughs> broccoli. And I don't ever eat broccoli. I mean, I love broccoli, but I just, I never buy broccoli. You know? And, and a few days ago, I was like, I'm going to have some broccoli. You know and then what's I was not like, for you? Broccoli. Broccoli. <laughs> broccoli and sulfur. It's just, it's that, literally that's what's new with me. It is atrocious okay and so now i'm drinking some ginger green tea yeah all right well what do you got on your bed you were reading something when i walked in yes i'm reading this incredible it's queer fiction i love that it's called mostly dead things really like the the cover too i know you're not supposed to judge it but it's cute and it's about a lesbian woman actually and she's a taxidermist and she reminds me of you Like, what a, what a compliment. Just, like, so many of her mannerisms are literally you. Just the things that she says and the (laughs) things that she does. Open up to a random page and just give us a little... Like, in the most recent page, um, her nephews just... Is this true that if you scare a peacock enough, it'll just drop dead? I don't know. Because I'm not this, up on my peacock. Because I'm not facts. Up, I'm not up on my peacock pe- pe- peacock, peacock facts peacock. either, and um, 
And in the book, they're just driving towards these peacocks and they're like doing donuts around them and then they scare them to death and they just drop dead. And then now they're abducting these peacocks for the taxidermy business because they're about to go under. So they're literally abducting exotic animals at this point and just oh. trying to make the business survive. I, yeah, it's I, really good. That's... <laughs> And That's also, funny. like, their mom has become unhinged, and she's making weird pornography with the animals. Like, she's dressing all of the taxidermied animals into BDS. Like, every character in this book is really Wild. going through something. Wild. And, like, all the stories you can tell they're all about to converge. Uh-huh. And I don't know how it's going to happen, what's going to happen, how it's going to end, but it's so good, guys. It's called Mostly Dead Things by Kristen Arnett. It's a little graphic and a little gruesome, but yeah. it's really good. It's, it's half comedy, half thriller half drama it's yeah really good there's more than one half there it's yeah like it's three thirds or okay, fourths. Yeah. <laughs> but i mean the title's mostly dead things so if you don't think it's a little graphic you know that's it's... a really interesting concept for a book but at, so at the old folks home i was telling you this story yesterday with jessica <laughs> yeah <laughs> please tell this <laughs> so so i'm sitting at the front desk and there's one of our very very elderly residence he's like in his 90s and he's just sitting sitting in his chair waiting for his family and he goes they killed her <laughs> and you know i didn't want to freak out but my first instinct was it wasn't here right yeah. <laughs> like where did they go when and where <laughs> and i was like oh where and when you yeah. know like how, how do you ask somebody a question like that without seeming too enthusiastic? So I was like, when and where? Recently, what does she look like? How old? You know, like, yeah. I wanted to know yeah. everything. Yeah. And then he told me a really sad story. And I'm just too tired to tell the story. Yeah, like, you're not telling it as good as you I, did last yeah, time. But I was basically, really feeling it. you know what? You really were feeling it. <laughs> I was really it feeling it the other day. And the sun. He was like, you know, you know how old uh, people start stories in the middle halfway through. Halfway through, and then you just have to kind of ask them the right questions to piece together. You have to infer the, the end and yeah. infer the beginning. Yeah. And you just get the juicy hunk but of basically, meat. Basically, yeah. And then he said something a little bit racist and you know Oh yeah. Oh god, that part it was yeah. just But it's you know crazy. what? He's ninety two and uh uh, not that, not that no. what he said was okay, but I'm just saying like he's Doesn't 92. Know where he is. He's barely here. He's barely here. I and mean, I don't know what to do with those people when they say stuff that is really abrasive. Yeah. Because you could respond and say something to them. Yep. But they cannot hear you. So yeah. it's weird. They say things, but yep. you can't respond because they don't have. Or if you try and talk to them, they'll hear your words, but their brain capacity won't process the It is very strange because they can speak fluidly to you, mm -hmm. but they can't understand what you're saying. And it's, mm. it's Me. really... Yeah. Me. <laughs> I am a 92-year-old. <laughs> I can just talk and talk and talk and talk. And so it says a sentence to you. A single fucking thing process. to me. It just doesn't, doesn't go in the right way. <laughs> Well, lately, thanks for asking about me. How are you? I have started a video challenge, which was probably the worst timing ever for this, but it was best timing ever for this. I just have been feeling, yeah, it's just hard, hard. We have so much transition and, and not enough actual movement and things. And I just, I'm all over the place. I'm trying to like kickstart a good consistent flow to video creating or just thinking about my life in a creative lens because I know when it's on and when it's off and it's off. 
Like, I want to get to a point in between when I was vlogging every single day for two years and, you know, not posting videos. Like, I want to find a happy medium in between there where there's consistency and, like, inspiration. So, anyways, enough rambling about that. I, I started a challenge where I'm going to put out a video every single day for the next 30 days. And it could be a vlog. It could be just Have whatever. Have you been successful? Well, I just posted day six today. I did, in fact, skip day five. <laughs> so out of six days, I've only missed one. Um, but the day in which I didn't film was uh, the day that we were uh, packing everything. Um, so what was that? Sunday or something? Yeah, Sunday. So Jessica and I packed for like six hours. And we were up, George and I were up till 3.30 the night before. So it was a bit of a rough day. Uh, and it's emotional, like packing, and um, she was quite overwhelmed, and we were just trying to support each other through it and, you know, trying to mm. understand what was going on in the house emotionally. So it just didn't feel like I, like, physically and emotionally was not supposed to be filming that day, you know? So I'm giving myself off the hook. Plus, it's not about doing a video every single day. That's just the challenge, right? Like, the, the point of it is to, like, push myself to have less perfectionism or less like doubt and shame or fear around posting something if you know I start to get imposter syndrome about it or I don't know it's like mm -hmm. trying to rip the band-aid on this like video block I have and I already feel like it's working so if I like some of it's already lifted yeah like I already feel like just knowing that I have the accountability to do it like even if I do miss a day or two here and there like it's not that I failed it's that's not the point like mm -hmm. the challenge was just to make sure that I'm putting out content and not feeling like it needs to be perfect but I'm already super proud of the stuff that I have put out like I've put out a couple vlogs in between and like I really like the videos I'm not getting views on them but that's okay that's again that's not what the challenge is for like I feel like it's working so that's what's been going on with me. So what's the biggest, so you've been self-employed for weeks and weeks and weeks now. Actually, Gee, thank oh, you. <laughs> oh, like what, a month now, two months? So July was my first month. So July, July 1st would have been like the beginning. So July, so, August, and September. So I'm been, like two and a half months in. So you've, you've got a little good chunk of time in. What's yeah. been the biggest change of being your own boss for this amount of time now? Oh, that's such a cute question. Thank you. I don't know. Now that you've got, like, you know, you've got your fingers in the water. I, I don't do. know. What's the expression there? <laughs> I don't know. Um, nothing. I don't know. I've, it, it doesn't feel like a whole lot has changed. I want to give, Psychologically, like, this, like, is it more exciting Psychologically, it's not more exciting. It's more freeing. Like, it's weird because I've been working from home for the last year and a half for the day job I was at anyways. So... Like my reg and I was really good about structuring like now I'm supposed to be working and whatever. So that felt like a nothing changed. Like I just changed what I was doing during the day. Um, but the stress of the day job that I had and like the emotional toxicity of some of the things that I dealt with is gone and I've never felt like a bigger and I've never weight felt happier. I've never felt a bigger weight <laughs> off of me. But now I have a new weight. I have a new way of like, which I can control, which is nice, um, is that, you know, the other stuff, it was like, I couldn't control a lot of that. Um, you know, I'm in control. I am able to be as successful as I want or not. It's just been a bit difficult because I started my business and then we were like, oh, okay, we're going to sell the house. So 
And it's summer, we've been going and doing a bunch of things. I feel like that's my biggest issue is is that I probably now that you've got the free time, yeah, or now not not free time, you've got flexibility. Yes, I'm so grateful for the flexibility that having my own business has given me. I do think that I started my business in my quote unquote slow time of the year, which is probably a blessing and a curse. Because you got to ease into it. I got to ease into it. However, it is giving me like number shock on like at the end of the month when I do like my you know, accounts receivable and things like that. Like the, the goal and the number that I'm hitting as far as like the, of my income mm-hmm. is very close to my goal, but not where I want it to be yet. And I feel like it's f- a bit frustrating because I just don't feel like I have the time right now with everything we else we have going on to really go headstrong, which is why this video challenge is like meaning so much to me because it's making me feel a bit successful in areas in which I don't feel like I can do that yet. And spooky season's right around the corner. When it's winter, we can't go and do the shit that we're doing right now. So you're in the house, you might as well. I feel like everything is going really well. I feel like I just have a lot of like guilt and shame over needing help financially from George and things like that to start off with. But like, mm-hmm. that's what happens when you start a business, no matter if it's successful at first or not. Like, and also any kind of business, not any just a fucking, business. yeah, no, any business. Like, the first six months, they say, like, if you're not in the red, you're doing, you know, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, doing, you're okay. doing okay. Like, or even the first year. And I'm telling I feel like you, I'm doing okay. A Virgo okay. would be the worst person to start a business. Yeah, I'm a Virgo ascendant and I'm so critical over myself. And I was like, like the I'm first so second fucked. I saw that I was in the red, I'd be like, we're closing. That's, that's how I feel. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, I might as well give up. I might as well fucking give up. It's been two and a half months and I've only missed my goal by a little bit, but like I fucking failed. So you know what, what I mean? sign could just fly in the red and be thriving? I don't know about Wolf. Like, uh, maybe an Aries. <laughs> really, uh, that's a quote that should just be with Aries. Can thrive in the red. Thrive in the red. Uh, I just spilled tea. I know you did it. Myself. I'm trying to think of something like super, maybe a Sagittarius as well. Um, but yeah, Virgos, Capricorns. Yeah, I got to see like results, Taurus, money, honey. Like yeah. even before I start. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going well. Thank you for asking. I don't know how to summarize that because I don't really know how I feel about the answer to that question right now. But I did just do a full moon in Pisces tarot reading with myself. And that came up was definitely like letting go and releasing my expectations of needing to be like perfect. And and that's the whole goal for this whole month, basically. And my business is a big part of that. So, Mm -hmm. but boring. Nobody wants to hear about that. Yeah. Um, I will tell you that... I've never gotten, like, a reading. Like, I've bought readings. Yeah. And I've never, like, given a reading to myself that in any way implied that I need to release perfectionist (laughs) tendencies. I didn't give myself the reading. And that's how you know tarot is real. (laughs) (laughs) Because people always see that for themselves. And I'm like, bitch, because never told me anything like yeah, that. Yeah, they're like, you need to they're be like, a little bit more perfect. They're like, have you, they're like, Skylar, sweetie. Have you tried sweetie. being perfect? Have you tried? Have you tried? <laughs> period. I've tried, I've tried period. period. I'm like, no! <laughs> Clearly I, why I am have I spilling not. tea? I don't know. Clearly I have not. So, um. Never get paranoid you're missing a bunch of vitamins and that's why you don't feel right? Yeah. 
every day of my life. It's weird, right? Because it's just, again it's Virgo problems, unfounded paranoia. Uh huh. And I'm just sometimes I'm paranoid. I'm like, I haven't had a chia seed in three weeks. <laughs> like, yeah. Am I okay? <laughs> Seriously. So yeah. Anyways, there's a lot of stuff going on with me, obviously. <laughs> So I see that you... Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I wanted to tell you because I'm going to transition into this by saying that I got Katie Flowers. Hey, Katie. If you're listening to this because I don't know if you are. You're probably catching up on my thousands of Marco Polo videos. I got her on Marco Polo. And if you guys... I'm not even going to say if you guys don't know who my Katie... You all know who Katie Flowers is. Obviously. Okay? We love her. She's iconic. Um, I got her on the Marco Polo app, which is, if you don't know, it's it's kind of like an adult, boring Snapchat. Like, you can't, like, post to your stories. You just basically video chat back and forth with somebody. Like, you send them video voicemails, essentially, and then they watch it and they can reply back. Um, but I like to communicate that way. I don't do well with, like, emails or texting. Like, I mm-hmm. do it for my business, but, like... I prefer having a relationship Like when you're talking with your friends and family. Yeah, like by the people I care about. Like I like to, you know, have a face-to-face conversation and listen to what you're saying and how you say it. But I got her on Marco Polo and she's obsessed. She has like both of her parents. Her, well, her friends are trying to get on there. She's got Blair on there. She's got like everybody on there. And her and I, Marco Polo, all day, every day. For Katie's sake... Yeah. I haven't added myself to her Marco Polo yeah. profile because I'm afraid uh-huh. that I would send her things <laughs> all day. She's so. listening to this and upset that you won't do that. <laughs> I just like, like I there's a part of me that likes to be like super mysterious and inaccessible, but uh-huh. everyone's obsessed with me. But then when people get to know me, uh-huh. I'm like really, so bland. really, well, <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. I was, I was going to say like really clingy. <laughs> you? No. Well, no. Or like, I, I'm the type of person that can talk to someone for like four hours and then yeah. they'll be like, go away. Well, think about how we started our friendship. Yeah, it's basically right? basically what Katie and I are doing right now on Marco Polo, so it looks like you might be replaced. Katie? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's really how so, our friendship began was um, Snapchat, Snapchat. And we would video chat each other. Mm-hmm. All day, every day. It feels, at this point in our lives, doesn't that feel like... We were children. We were children. It feels decades ago. so far away. You were in Texas. I was in Michigan. And we would just... Like, you would work. I would clean. You watched me mop the floor at at Twin Liquors. Yep, yep. (laughs) I was cleaning my bathroom one time and I was just... But we would video chat or video, like, video each other message... Mm -hmm. And we would just have each other on and be doing our regular life things. So, like, he'd be working and I'd be doing something, like, cooking dinner. We wouldn't talk. And we'd just <laughs> be in the same, like, mental space I, as each other. Just, so one time I was cleaning, Just dissociating. <laughs> yeah, staring at just walls. staring at walls together. <laughs> thinking about our trauma. I was cleaning the bathroom once. I know we've told this story on the podcast, but the phone was on a a shelf above the toilet. Mm -hmm. And then I just turned and I just saw slow motion Skylar's face like (laughs) flying through the air air and just smashing into my toilet bowl (laughs) and him underwater looking up at me. And I'm just like, what? my phone out of the toilet so i dropped skylar in my toilet literally i dropped him in the toilet 
Um, I'm sweating so much from that cup of tea. I'm like, yeah, I was gonna say because it kind of feels nice in here for once. I cranked the AC up. Don't don't tell Jessica. Did you? Yeah. Thank God. It was so hot in here today. I felt like a little sliver of air touched me earlier, <laughs> and I was like, "Has someone turned the AC on for me? Or is it a ghost? <laughs> who, who goes there?" At this point, like just the chill of a ghost would be so welcome in this hot <laughs> It's So room. fucking hot upstairs. <laughs> But anyways, I'm, uh, I've been getting to know Katie Flowers more than I ever thought I was going to be able to. And we gave ourselves like a little mini geography lesson today. Mm -hmm. And she broke down all of like Australia and the places that she's lived. And I did the same for like Michigan and the Great Lakes and like the Upper Peninsula and how we're like so close to Canada out of Detroit and, you know, how the Great Lakes are different than any of the other states. Yada, yada, yada. We're only a four-hour drive from Toronto. I know. We could get to Canada within an hour. Oh, by, yeah. by being across the bridge mm. from where we live now, which is crazy. We could be in another country in an hour. I don't know if they're letting people they're, over right now. They're not going to let our bitches <laughs> in. <laughs> they're going to be like, yeah, no thing, y'all. But... Yeah, so that was really fun. She's been teaching me about, like, Australian biscuits and paper mm -hmm. bark trees and... It's very cool. There's a book she recommended that I have on my checkout list. I'm trying to find a physical copy in a real bookstore first because yeah. I, I love buying books and like I love reading books, especially recently. And I don't have anything against anybody that orders books on Amazon, yeah. but authors get bigger cuts mm -hmm. and it supports a bigger industry, blah, blah, blah like when yep. you buy your books locally, obviously. Yeah. But the book called Carpenteria is about like Oh, a, I really want to read that one. Did you watch her um, reading vlog Two and a half hours. <laughs> I watched the two and a half hour live stream. Did you really? When I was watching Isaac. Yeah, I told her. I was like, you don't understand. I watch every single one of your videos. <laughs> Even this two and a half hour live stream and I'm thriving. But it's not at Barnes & Noble. I wonder if because it's Australian fiction and it just uh, didn't make it over here or whatever. I don't know. But Barnes & Noble wasn't even able to order it for me. So Oh, weird. Weird, right? But I saw, I went online and saw that it was available. So I was like, did I just get an idiot? Yeah. Totally possible. Maybe. So yeah, I'm going to try and buy Carpentara and read that just so I can be just like... <laughs> Of which, uh, we didn't intro our fucking podcast again. Speaking of which, uh, I'm Speaking Skylar. of which, I'm Sammy. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of which, I'm going to be just like Katie Flowers. She has been working a lot in that, well, it's Tarot for Transformation by Andy Matzner. That mm -hmm. was what that two and a half hour live stream uh, was, was her like working in that workbook. But there's also the Tarot Activity book by Andy Matzner. And Andy sent me the books like a year or two ago and I've had them. I've done a few things with them. We've actually might have done this already for the podcast. I did this, this doesn't look familiar exercise at least once somewhere. I think it might have been Witchy Book Club when I was doing Witchy Book Club. But I thought that we could do this together and it might be fun or it might be serious. Who fucking knows? I, I said, speaking of which, it's always both. And maybe neither, somehow. Or neither, somehow. Yeah. Somehow, somehow. <laughs> just totally neutral. S totally just like nothingness. <laughs> so this one's on page 78 of the Tarot Activity book, and it's called Strength and Weakness. The objective is to understand that your greatest strength can also cause distress if you're not careful. I felt like mm -hmm. it was a very Virgo thing for Virgoan. us to do. Virgoian. Um, background. 
Think about the personal quality or characteristic that you are most proud of or the one that people consistently have complimented you on. What is it about you that you truly that truly makes you unique or has served you well in life? Okay. So you feel like you always are <laughs> you're having a breakdown over there. Yeah, I'm You're are you crying? What? No, I'm just like sweating. <laughs> okay. So what is your um like what do you think your personal best quality is or your characteristic about you that Maybe people compliment you most on or the thing that you I've think always, is a strength. So I, I, I've gotten the same feedback my entire life. I'm very consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, people have always told me that I'm very charismatic, um, that I'm funny, mm-hmm. that uh, I'm a good listener. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those are really the only consistently i think you are a great listener yes it's my best quality i really think that you are such a good listener um i think yeah you're extremely funny and charismatic like as in when i meet people people like me i'm charismatic sure <laughs> there's exceptions to everyone <laughs> There was just like a quick slideshow of everyone I've seen you mean and like all the weird faces they get when they're listening to you talk and the things that you say. But no. they, they always come back for more. Yeah, they always come like back. You. You very, you're very <laughs> relaxed. It's the charisma. <laughs> it's the charisma. Okay, so pick one of those things. Um, I'm gonna go with good listener. Okay. So it says, but there is always a shadow side to a person's strength. <laughs> I have nothing to for say. Ex- <laughs> for ex- I already nothing know. On in I there. already know. There's nothing going on. You're the opposite of me, which is why we work so well. I have so much to say, but when anyone says anything to me, it's gone. And when you talk, it's just mumbo jumbo. But when you listen, you really listen. Really listen. For example, a creative person might find it easier to focus on his art and not bother learning about the business side of things. Or a compassionate person might find it hard to cut off the dysfunctional friendship. Or someone who loves helping others might spend all of their energy giving their time away and be left with none for themselves. The challenge is twofold. First, to make sure that you acknowledge and honor your greatest strength. We've acknowledged it. You're a great 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 listener. Second is to recognize that if you're not careful, it could become a liability. Little fucking mm. doomsday there, Andy Matzner. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. Process. Okay. Go through your tarot deck. Okay. And search for a card that you feel represents your greatest strength. Using that card as inspiration, please answer the following questions. It says in your journal, but we're gonna do we'll it. Do it here out loud. So and I should maybe... find a card that represents who I think would be like an amazing listener, or just like represents. Yeah, good uh, listeners. Let me keep going. God, may have the pieces. Yeah, so while you're doing that, I'm going to take a second to talk about 
other really good listeners, and they're our supporters. Uh, So this is a list of people who support the podcast every single month. We appreciate you so, so much. Excuse me. We want to give a special thank you to Stacy, Teresa D, Heather A, Alyssa S, Rebecca PK, Lindsay M, Julie C, Dominic B, Catherine L, Phil K, Amy F, Jesse D, David B, Kelly C, Jesse H, and Anna M. Thank you so much for supporting the Speaking of Which podcast. We love and appreciate you so much. You're the best listeners. You all are very good listeners. And if you would like to support our podcast, you can do so by going to anchor.fm slash speaking of which you can support the podcast for a dollar a month, $5 a month, even $10 a month. It really helps us out. And we love and appreciate every single one of you for being good listeners. Okay. So where are you at right now? Okay. So I've got it narrowed down to like five things. I'm trying to think of which one I think to me would represent like great Listening. Okay, so talk so about. I've got the Three of Cups. Oh, that's nice. The High Priestess, the Hermit, Page of Swords, and Page of Cups. Mm. And I feel like all of those and represent like different ways of listening. I love that. But Definitely. I I'm trying to think of just like overall and mm-hmm. like overall. I feel like the Page of Cups is to okay. me the most stereotypical great listener. Okay. Because when you're telling a story and you mm-hmm. want someone to listen to you, a part of it is. You want to be heard and you want to be understood, but you also want to be felt, you know? Ooh. So, like, it's, to me, it's, it's got to be the Page of Cups. Yeah. As, like, the greatest listener because they're listening and they're reflecting back those things you want someone to feel when you're telling a story. Perfect. Awesome. I love that. And I think of you as the Page of Cups a lot. Mm-hmm. So, I think we've talked about that. Yeah. I see you as the Sun card. I see you as the Page of Cups. And, I mean, we are all of the cards, but some more than some others. Some of them, you know, you peg towards certain people. Peg? <laughs> Relax. Relax. Sorry, it's just been a while. <laughs> Real fucking lags. <sighs> All right, so here's what we're going to do. This, well, we, we kind of already answered question one. It says, what is your greatest sw- strength and how do you know? How do you know it's your greatest strength, I guess? Maybe, maybe uh, we answered that. You know, actually, I do not. It's, to me, feedback on myself is never an indicator of things. <laughs> no. <laughs> because. No. I'm, there are so many layered reasons for that. <laughs> 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 Um, okay, so sometimes when I'm listening to somebody and it's a really long-winded emotional story... You're in your head going, I'm such a In my head, I'm listener. going, I'm such a good <laughs> listener. Wait, wait, is that really your answer? Yeah. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Oh, But my God. while I'm thinking that, I'm thinking, okay, gotta get back to listening, you good listener, you. <laughs> you good little listener. So I'm just giving myself that positive reinforcement. You know, I gotta give myself something good to feel about while I'm listening to these long ass stories. God. All right, second question, and maybe you can word it in terms of the Page of Cups, but how has your greatest strength positively impacted your life? I think my ability sometimes to articulate things and the different references that I have and different stories that I can tell or the different ways that I can put things is because I've taken in so much 
from other people <laughs> instead of just taking on so much other people's crap. Taking on so much crap. <laughs> <laughs> but also good things. I'm also a good listener for like great stories too. Yeah. Like I'm always down to hear a great story from somebody. Mm-hmm. I love a good story. Same. And I think that I can translate people's words and like their unique expressions and stuff. And I feel like my that's something really positive is that I if I'm not spending too much time talking about myself then I get to take in other things Mm -hmm. and become bigger than myself yeah I think that it's helpful in your current job the new one yes where there's a lot of listening there's a there is only there's only listening there is no me communicating yeah like you said All right. The third thing is, is there some aspect of your greatest strength that could be detrimental to your well-being? How so? Again, maybe word it in mm-hmm. through the lens of the Page of Cups. I think, um, as with anybody that, especially people that work in, like, guidance or, uh, like, if you're, like, in a listening role, then there's always that risk of taking on too much yeah or like and losing then, yourself maybe yeah there's oh i've never really lost myself you didn't really have yourself didn't really have myself. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to lose people you so let's, to lose. Get, this, let's get this all right <laughs> so uh if you take on kind of too much hurt and take on too much sadness from other people and there's nothing that you can do about it but you keep taking it in uh sometimes it does become your hurt when it's not yours to carry and so sometimes you got you kind of And it's not as easy as just shaking it off. Like, if something really terrible has happened to somebody, Mm -hmm. you can't just think, wow, this isn't mine to carry. You know? Like, it doesn't work like that. I'm just detached from it. I'm just detached from reality. Yeah. (laughs) So, no. Of course, there's always that risk of, when you hear horrible, sad stories, uh, you kind of have to sit with that yourself. And then, when you think about them too long, they kind of become part of your own story. Mm -hmm. And then, it's hard to distinguish, like, what's happened to you and what hasn't. Yeah, so this is separate from Andy Matzer's workbook, but what advice would you give to the Page of Cups if that was something that he was saying is could be detrimental? Mm, I'd say um, it's it's important to learn the difference between being a good listener and just being a receptacle. Mm, you know, garbage can. Yeah, you can't just be a garbage <laughs> can. Like you can make sure you have a disposal. So like at, at the end, you can turn it on, grind it up, yeah. and turn it into something new. Flush it out. Mm, okay. Be a sink, not a garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> can you remember a specific experience where this positive aspect of yourself actually ended up backfiring? Of being a good listener. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yes. I think sometimes when, sometimes people will overshare with you uh-huh. and they'll feel guilty about it uh-huh. or they'll feel uncomfortable by what they've told you and, oh. and it changes the dynamic and you feel like it's your fault for some reason, even though it's not, it's, oh. you know, it's not your fault that someone's yeah. overshared with you Yeah. and it, it, it changes the dynamic and you can't help but feel like it's somehow your fault or like it's backfired. Because like, now, if I was just a little less, I was such just a good listener. I was just not such a good fucking listener. <laughs> My life would just be better. I have to confide everything in me. <laughs> so more. Such a perfectionist. <laughs> My biggest weakness is that I work too hard. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so the last question is, what are some things you could do to prevent your greatest strength from becoming a liability? Which actually is 
what I had already said. I just skipped through. I just psyched wow, right okay. into Andy Masner. <laughs> you just really channeled him. No, so what are some things you could do to prevent your greatest strength from becoming a liability? Um, knowing Knowing when to speak up and being... And not just being like, whoa, I've heard enough, but be, just checking in with people and being like, hey, like, we're, I, I know we're in the middle of a really great story, but like, are you, are you sure you, are you, sure you want to be telling me this? Or yeah. have you thought this all the way through? Or, and that's not something that I would do, <laughs> but I do know that that's technically good advice if you find yourself chronically in these situations, just checking in with people and being like, Whoa. Are we are That's we, a lot. Are we at that are level? We, are we meeting a lot? Are we meeting a lot? <laughs> or um you know, I don't know, something like that. Yeah, I love it. Alright, should I do the same one? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What's your greatest strength? you have so many, obviously. <laughs> Thank How are you, you even gonna narrow it down? Thank you so much. Okay, so here are the questions. You can read them to me. But let me think first about my greatest... So what is your greatest strength and how do you know? <laughs> well, okay, hold on. So I need to find the card. But um, so I'm going to name like three like you did and then figure out what mm-hmm. one I want to work with, I guess. I'm... Do you get lots of feedback? Artistic. Mm-hmm. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Not so easy. I'm really sexy. No, uh, <laughs> I'm incredibly sexy. I'm artistic. I'm um, independent. Mm-hmm. And I'm. What happened to Miss Independent? What happened to Miss Independent? And I'm um, a good communicator. <laughs> No, I I'm feeling I'm feeling those three. They're a little lackluster. They're a little like random. Yeah. Um I don't know, like uh I think I picked strengths that I felt like other people might also just... What also say? Um Not that other people I don't literally you no, as one, any of those things. no one gives me any sort of compliment. <laughs> um What do people say to you online? You're so Too much talking. <laughs> <laughs> Too many words. <laughs> I forgot about that. I get that like a lot. So um, people always call you like a ray of light or something. That is so nice. No one has ever said that. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I've read that once. Um, I think. Yeah, people I'm opening like... up your latest video and opening up the comments. This was really sweet. Um, Wait. thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. You're a great sharer. Is it really say that? Yeah. Really. Yeah, on your most recent vlog. Hold on, I just opened up another video. You're a great share? Someone called you brilliant. Oh, it's spam. (laughs) 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 You know what? I'm a good teacher. I'm really good teacher. Yes, you're a great teacher. I'm a good teacher. Um, Okay, so we'll go with that. I'm a great teacher. Does that resonate? (laughs) (laughs) Is that really resonating as the greatest? I'm not... So tough. I'm so good at talking. (laughs) I'm really good at, um, like, I just have a lot. I'm a good Gemini. Like, I just have a lot of things that I. I think uh, your greatest strength, in my opinion, is um, your ability to be direct. Yeah, I'm a really fucking 
clear when you want cut. to be when I want to be like the thing about me is is that I call myself the queen of swords as kind of like a as mm-hmm. like a fucking brand just because I think it's fun and funny and relatable but also I'm not like super blunt cutthroat like a sag or someone you know sag mm-hmm. mercury or whatever like I I do have discernment of like for the most part, not in every single scenario, but for the most part, like, I don't just always say every single thing that's on my mind exactly how I'm saying it. Because that's not what being direct is, No, though. I am direct of, like, here's how I feel, here's what needs to be said, mm. let's just talk about it, or here's what You're I You're able to be or... direct with yourself, and that is a huge strength, like, yeah. about what you need and what you want. So I'd say that, that that's the one that I would pick for you. Thanks. How, how do I, like, direct? On um, your ability to be direct and forthcoming, okay. and... Uh, vocalizing needs. You know, just directness. Um, vo- yeah, direct. Okay, I'm direct. And obviously, then I guess we'll go... With well, the Queen me, of Swords? Yeah, with the Queen of Swords, I think. Well, why don't you mix it up and not pick her? Pick someone else who's really I'll direct. pick the Queen of Swords and... Something a, else? Like, another one, but... Um, Are there any notable... I mean, the Justice kind of feels, like, interesting because I don't really associate myself with Justice a whole lot, but I am pretty good at seeing every side of something and picking one and sticking with it if I you know but it's not like I just we're talking about directness here okay so (laughs) I'm gonna need you to stay on track for like one minute please (laughs) you said your greatest strength is your ability to be direct and I was like let's pick multiple cards I see both sides of everything (laughs) all right all right all right all right then let's do ooh let's do the emperor He's pretty direct. Yeah. I've got to say. Let's do Queen of Swords and the Emperor. Emperor has to That know. energy does feel right for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives both sides of my of my feelings on things. All right. Well, I can't find the Queen of Swords. Me humbly so. picking the Page of Cups. You being, I think I'm Justice. <laughs> <laughs> I think Shut I'm Justice. I didn't <laughs> I am the Emperor. <laughs> All right, well, I can't find the Queen of Swords, so I'll put the King of Swords. Oh, just shattered my knee. Did so we have the King of Swords and the Emperor, because to me, the King and the Queen are essentially... So, okay. Two sides of the same coin. How has your greatest strength positively impacted your life? Well, my best friend just complimented me on it during the podcast so that was a pretty good impact that's pretty good impact no um i think in thinking through the lens of the king of swords and the emperor i think it's really allowed me to have people understand what i need from them or what i expect out of interactions and sometimes it doesn't always go the way that i'm hoping because i think directness sometimes can be intimidating so I understand that like my energy can be quite dominating in certain situations but especially when I'm expressing myself or communicating Mm -hmm. something as direct as I can but for the most part (coughs) wow bless you what was the question Um, like, how, how, how has your greatest strength positively impacted your life? I have a steez coming. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Here he goes. Making this all about him again. How has your greatest strength positively impacted your life? I think it's a, become an ability for me to be able to not only create things or not only to have relationships with people or to get things done, but it's taken it one step further and really allowed me to... <laughs> 
I don't know why I'm sneezing. I'm just trying to hold it in. You're such a good listener, Skylar. (laughs) It's my turn to talk now, and he's like making a fucking drag show of his sneeze fit over there. Oh, okay. So did you? Sure, I answered answered it. it. Next question. Next question. Is there some aspect of your greatest strength that could be detrimental to your well-being and how so? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think. Okay, so think about, like, the King of Swords and the Emperor together and how it could be detrimental to their well-being. I just like the word abrasive. Yeah, I think. No one wants to be abroded. Yeah. Is that the past tense of To be honest with you, I don't feel like I'm abrasive. I do feel like the words that come across a little bit more that resonate are dominant or a little bit of intimidating. You know, when there's... I've explained this to people, I and we've talked about it, like, I'm the pistachio ice cream, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you either love me or you don't, and the people that don't love me typically are those who are... This is going to sound so conceited, but again, if you're if I'm thinking about this in terms of King of Swords and Emperor, it is a bit conceited. Like, if you don't like me, the real only reason for that is because you're intimidated by me or you have some sort of insecurity that, like, and that's real. No, honestly. Like, what? What it? What it? I. Wait, hold on, everyone. So it's impossible that someone just doesn't like you. No. No, no, no. They're, they they do they do I'm thinking mm. about the, the times in which people have expressed like yeah. I've been in multiple situations where people don't like me and have never given me a reason and then like this has happened multiple times multiple people and then all of a sudden it's fine and they're like yeah I don't know why I just didn't didn't like you no reason and I'm like okay <laughs> thank you <laughs> so I guess you're right but I do think at the same time it's because I'm a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm so direct that it's intimidating or irritating to other people. Irritating might be another word we could link with it. Is Gemini, that like though irritating? Yeah, and <clears throat> I think I'm just really in your face. Like I've talked about it before. In high school, I was like <clears throat> on the video announcements. I was on all of the sports teams. I was the fucking lead in every play and every went. fucking. Uh, you know, I was very direct and like here am I, here I am. Here's what I have to say, and you like me or you don't. And a lot of people don't, and a lot of people do. So that could be detrimental for my well-being is is that I'm kind of a lot, and if you're on the side... Overexposing yourself? Yeah, if you're on the side of, like, I'm intimidated or I'm off-put by how dominant your energy is, then Mm -hmm. you're not going to really like me. That kind of sounds like it's just detrimental to others. (laughs) Not you in any okay, way. Okay, well then how is it detrimental to me? I don't think it is. <laughs> I can't think of a single flaw. I can't flaw. think of a single flaw. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. How would you word that? Like, I won't be upset. You can t- say How could it, it be anyway. detrimental to you? Like, um, like being I mean, like too it, direct it, it would be possible. To me, again, being direct would be... It'd be possible that you would miss out on, like, a potential connection yeah, with somebody... Yeah, that's true. ...who just uh, doesn't appreciate... Uh, or not... Maybe appreciate's not the right word, but someone that just doesn't want to be, like, in a ball court. You know, mm-hmm. they don't want to be feel yeah. like they're playing. Yeah. You know, or they don't... 
So, you know, I don't know. Which I guess is kind of what I was trying to say. It was like, you either like me or you don't. Like, I'm a lot. Mm -hmm. And typically, if you don't like me, it's because... But if we were bringing it back to you, maybe, like, I could, like, not have a friend that would be God. (laughs) I don't know how you would say that. No, but you know what I mean? It's like, sometimes being too direct can intimidate or off-put people, people that you would and, it would, and would, you would be hurt to know that you did that well because the relationships coming back to that example where like people have just not liked me for a long time and like come, i mean that is detrimental the people that have come to like come and now we're friends we're very cl- like we're we get along very well so it's like it is i did miss out on a lot with certain people because I don't so who you because are. I'm so direct. I guess because I don't know. Maybe that wasn't the reason, but <laughs> so I don't know. How um, the fuck do you answer that? I'm just amazing, and if you don't like me, it's because I'm direct. I mean, we'll go back and listen to my political answer, which was just like off the charts amazing. So <laughs> well, it's easier to be like, how could a good listener be detrimental versus how is I being- just listen too hard? So this is question four. Can you remember a specific experience where this positive aspect of yourself actually ended up backfiring? Oh my god, yeah, so that, <laughs> was, a little, that was a little easier to understand. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example to like say on the podcast, mm-hmm. I guess. I think... And backfire oh, is back, backfire is kind of a loaded, a loaded word because word. it could also mean like it just didn't go as expected. Exactly, I think. Um, I think because I change so much and I'm mm-hmm. willing to like morph and grow into different um, different versions of myself. Like if something or, backfires, you're already gone and out of the way. <laughs> I was gonna say like there's a lot of content that I've put up because this is the example I was talking about today in in the video um is I brought up witchy book club and how like I'm really proud of that and there's a playlist of all the past witchy book clubs and how I would love to bring it back somehow but like right now is not the time and I keep mm-hmm. saying that but like for real for real right right now is not the time <laughs> there's like already so much but um I feel like there's things that when I say that, people are going to want to go back and, like, check out what Witchy Book Club was and watch it. And while I'm really proud of it, there's a lot of things that, like, you know, topics that we discussed that weren't handled as well as they could have been. Or, you know, you know things that, like, I feel like put, putting myself, being so direct and linking it to the internet, like, there's things that I just put up and put out and I was like really direct about it and like here's how I feel here's what I know in this moment and here's the mm-hmm. video here's the content this is my creation was helpful but also could backfire because now that's up there and for anyone to see in public and now that I've changed like it I don't know yeah. I'm not saying that like you're gonna go back and find like shitty tweets by me but it's like absolutely just I mean opinions being, change yeah and sometimes being too direct or too vocal or too public can really be damaging to because sometimes society's opinions on things shift and change. Yeah. Right? Um, and so I feel like that's really big. Yeah. Like there's it's a big source of anxiety. Being direct I would say, on the internet. Yeah. Being direct on the internet has a lot of perks and a lot of cons. I'm like, literally like an unfathomable mist on the internet. <laughs> you could not pinpoint a single thing. People literally I've ever hear said. the word Skylar, and I think a lot of people know. Like they the see a misty Skylar, and they're just like, "Who? I know, what right? Is that? It would be hard to describe me. I think. Like, could anyone name a single opinion I have? 
<laughs> You're a good yeah, listener. I'm a good listener. This is harder than I thought, especially with what I picked. Really? I, I feel like I could have done it. Okay, so well this then is... do it. <laughs> I'm not very good at this. Just being direct. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, this is question five. The last question. I'm not being very direct with my answers. What are some... This is so ironic. Okay. What are some things you could do to prevent your greatest strength from becoming a liability? Hmm. <sighs> okay, I'm switching. I'm not thinking of, like, in terms of the internet anymore. I'm talking about just, like, interactions yeah. with people. I think that my directness... Direct directness can somehow sounds right i don't know I, I think that sometimes i borderline harsh and i this goes back to the beginning where i was like eh, i wouldn't say that it's like it's more intimidating or dominant of an energy but i do think that in some cases i am pretty direct and it links to like being very hard-headed and stubborn and firm so mm -hmm. i think it would be best for me to separate directness from stubbornness. Like it's one thing to be direct and to communicate clearly and to be forthcoming and truthful and up upfront with my feelings and my thoughts and communicating clearly. But I think sometimes I can latch on to those direct thoughts or conversations or feelings and be really rooted in stubbornness with it. So I think that and sometimes the situation calls for a little bit of stubbornness. Mm. Uh, but I know that there's certain things in my life in which I've been really stuck in the mud about with how direct I am with it. And maybe I could use a try a little tenderness. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think... I, <laughs> thank you. I think I could... I'm looking at the King of Swords and I'm just saying that like maybe, maybe he could embrace with a little hug. And the Emperor is not just barking commands or barking opinions and authorities. He's taking in the counsel of his court and mm -hmm. really making sure that it's for the for the good of the common people. And um, while I do think that 90% of the time I try to have that viewpoint, I am a little Taurus moon and I can become rooted in like my tyrannical ways. You yes. know what I mean? So, yes. is that okay of an answer? Absolutely. Is that better? <clears throat> That's really great. Okay. There's... Oh my God. What? This one's called The Meaning of Life. Okay, we can do that one next. Damn. Okay. So you're done listening to me? Are we done with the Actually, questions? Actually, yeah. Um, so, like the advice I gave to the Page of Cups. <laughs> Um, we're turning on the disposal and we're guzzling it up and we're going to do something new now. Okay, so we didn't finish my questions. We did finish your questions. Oh, that was the I last thought, question. I thought you literally... Imagine if I... Yeah, was just I like literally thought you were like... Yeah, yeah, I thought that we had more to do and then... Okay, so... Okay, good, because I'm over it. Like, totally I don't want to talk Yeah, no, you're like, I'm such a good listener. Okay, so actually... So actually, I'm done I'm going to take my advice and I'm going to... Yeah. Move on. So, <laughs> this one's called the oh, meaning of life, God. and it's it's. We actually are at a fifty-five minute mark. We're at the fifty-five minute mark. Yeah. Oh well, then next time. <laughs> well, actually, oh, I was gonna say, just read us what it's about. Next time. Okay. And I already lost it. Mm, mosaic to create a patterned piece of artwork using tarot cards. I can't believe fifty-five minutes. I know. 
It's crazy when I just listen to you so well. <laughs> well, that's yeah. it. Um, oh, are you using the tarot deck I got for you? Yes, and it's actually like my new favorite. I really, really like it. And there's also the before. So uh, we, I got the, him the after, the after tarot, tarot. And there's also a before tarot. And the images are just what you'd think. Like, the, it would be like the next scene. Ten seconds later. Yeah, ten something. seconds later. The backings are really Some of them pretty. look the same, and like the implication is that some moments last longer than 10 seconds, and some are totally different. I really like the illustrations. Like in the Page of Cups, the fish has jumped all the way out of the cup. Yeah, it's basically the same same card, but the fish is like midair out of the cup, and his face looks a little bit like surprised. <gasps> I really like See, this. See, like the High Priestess is essentially the same. Yeah. Some things have moved around, but nothing... For the most part, she's pretty the same. The Hermit looks the same. Pretty much. Page of Swords is lowered his sword a little. And there's people, people in the background appeared. coming towards him. So yeah, it just kind of adds that extra layer. And Oh, Five of Wands. Everybody's sitting down kind of like... They've already fought. Surrendered, I guess. But they're all still looking very confused at like, what the <laughs> fuck just happened? And, I, and the way that I read tarot anyways is is that I'm always looking for, okay, where is this card heading? Where is this card heading? I know. So, like, the the way that this is set up actually makes the most sense to me because it's how I but now, think of them anyways. Yeah, but you wouldn't want to learn on this. You have to definitely yeah. have had the experience and the knowledge mm-hmm. of what you already had with the tarot. Yeah, I'd say... Like, the Ten of Swords, there's two people carrying the dead body off to some sort of other area. Yeah. Or to maybe to heal or something. I don't know. That's so So yeah, cool. it gives you that that post. <gasps> the Ten of Wands. He's sitting there holding a wand and looking at all the other wands he dropped. He's finally dropped them. And I, it's just really satisfying. I love that. It's satisfying to it's see so... him not carrying them all. Yes, I love that. And I would love to see what the before tarot is for sure. Me too. So anyways, thanks for listening. Uh, the... A conclusion of this is if you don't like me, it's your problem. <laughs> and I'm a good listener. <laughs> You're a good little boy. Um, okay. Well, next time. I'm super paranoid that I came off as completely more conceited than I already have on the internet. Trust me, there's like 150 episodes behind us. If they don't already think that <laughs> and know that, don't know that about then me I then. don't know what they've been listening to. Okay, bye!